Welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay. I'm your host, Rebecca Reeves. And uh, this week on the podcast, it's an audience choice episode uh, selected by our uh, patrons over on patreon.com slash the villain was right. Uh, and you guys have selected... <laughs> <laughs> the Hangover, the classic, the, the, cl- classic. the classic, the two thousand nine uh, with no comedy. problems and no issues in it, certainly whatsoever. No, a perfect uh, film, <laughs> The Hangover. And I think if we were to just quickly recap the plot of this movie, it's actually super easy, straightforward. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bunch of friends go to Las Vegas. They get drunk. Uh, they lose the groom. Yes. And they have to retrace their steps and all the crazy shit that they got into the night before. Which is a lot of crazy shit. Trying to find it. Yeah. And we're going to get into all of that, I'm sure. Um, but this is an interesting one. And okay. we, we, I think we even talked about this before we even put it up as a, a, a vote for audience choice, mm-hmm. whether or not we could do this movie. Yeah, because it's hard to, like, uh, I think it's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly who the villain is. Right. Who's, who's also not villainous in this is uh, nobody almost. Right. You know what I mean? It's like everybody's <laughs> shitty in this movie. Every per- Even, like, people that they try and make nice. I'm like, the only person that is ki- is okay in this movie is uh, the bride and her dad. Yep. That's it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Super chill. I think Heather... Gr- well, no. She's no. Got oh, I've got a lot of arguments okay. against him. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> and the guy who gets shot at the wedding store. I don't think he did anything really bad. No, that's fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. he... That's he about got, it. He did get shot. Uh, but he also allowed those people to get married, and they were wasted. I think that's pretty standard for Vegas, though. It's wrong, though. It's Craig. true. Just it's because a contract. it's a standard doesn't it's a mean contract. it's not wrong. You have to have sound mind. Yes. Uh, I get it. But yeah, so I, I think this is actually going to be a really interesting episode because my take on it is that the way this movie is structured is there's all these little events that they kind of relive mm-hmm. uh, through it and all these people that they have wronged. Yes. And who are in opposition to them because of what they did the night before. So I'm going to say that each individual instance, we have kind of like mini villains mm-hmm. and mini stories of which I think in every single case the villain was right. Yeah. You know, or at the very least justified. Even with Chow? Uh, Ken Jeong's character? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) uh, Because him and his boys are doing... uh, They do do some pretty crazy shit. I think he's probably the most wrong of all the people, but also... Everybody else is right, though. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and here's a point I, I want to make right off the top, which is, so at the movie ends where they discover that, uh, Phil, I think it is who's missing. I don't know. The groom, who the, the fuck groom, cares? Yeah. Uh, he's barely in the movie. Yeah. Ken, uh, Kendall. Yeah. Is, yes. Kendall. He is. He's a Kendall. Okay. I find he has no, he, there's, there's nothing dimensional about him. He's, he's, a gu- a, he's, he's just a, a guy. He's the groom. He's the guy. You, you could put him on a cake and it would be the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Same, same. <laughs> He's perfectly cast for a guy yeah. who could get lost in Vegas. Exactly. Um, so what ends up happening at the end is, as a prank, uh, they move his mattress up to the roof of the casino mm-hmm. and leave him there. And that is probably, in retrospect, the most innocent thing they did the oh, entire yeah. night. Mm-hmm. But if they hadn't done that, what would have happened was they all would have woken up the next morning, been like, that was a fucking crazy night, and they would have packed up and left town. At no point would they have known that they got married. 
They would have mm-hmm. just abandoned a marriage. At no point would they have. Well, found- no, but they would have still had the baby. They would have still had the they baby. They would have still had the baby and the tiger. Right. Which they would and the cop car that they would have had to deal with in some capacity. Okay, fair enough. Because they and they needed their car too. That's true. Okay. So even if they had okay, fair point. So but, there are some things to clean up here, certainly, even if you still have him. Okay, fair enough. Because my point was gonna be is if they just skip town, Ken Jeong's character is dead because he's mm-hmm. been locked in a trunk in the desert. Oh, that's the dark end. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, you've left a tiger in, which they do for a long period of time. They leave a tiger in the room mm-hmm. for just housekeeping to come in and find. Yeah, they don't even put a note on the door. Like there's a tiger in there. Mm-hmm. Like there's a baby. Like it's like if they had just left town, so much shit goes unresolved and it's terrible for everybody involved. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But it is still terrible for everybody involved. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Regardless. But I think if they woke up and they had him, honestly, I know this is going to sound weird, but like I think the drive and the goal to go find him allowed everything else to kind of smooth over for it. Like it never, you know what I mean? That was the pushing force that allowed them to get their car back, that allowed them to find whose baby it was, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost solve some problems. That's what, that, and that's my point exactly, right? Is if he didn't go missing, yeah. they don't solve problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. just leave, and everything's so much worse for for everybody they encountered the night before. That's truly, my, yeah. That's my. But let's like go through this. Okay. So I think like the first thing they discover. So they wake up, mm-hmm. and there's a baby and a tiger in the room. Yes. And then they go downstairs, and it's a cop car in their valet. So at some point they have stolen a cop car. <laughs> yes. And their first instinct is not just to call the cops. Oh, yes. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> that would be honestly like, and maybe that makes me a loser or a nerd or whatever. If a cop car pulled up, I'd be like, well, that's not mine. <laughs> 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 Call them in for a trade. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to even go one further, Rebecca. I wake up with no memory of the night before. There's a tiger and a baby in my hotel room. I'm calling the cops. Yeah. Or do you put both of them in the cop car and abandon the scene? <laughs> Do I put a baby in a cop (laughs) cop car with a tiger? I was wondering if you were going to catch that. No, all I'm saying is, is that you could, you could, uh, maybe I wouldn't call the cops, but I would probably, my instinct would be to just leave the car somewhere. Yeah. And start calling impound lots and going, okay, like where's my car registered here? Yeah. 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 Uh, I think that would be my thing. It's like, I'm not driving around in evidence. No. Well, and they get the cop car attacked, right? So they go, they try and go find out uh, uh, where the baby is, and they have a receipt for the wedding chapel, where they find that uh, that uh, uh, what's his face, the dentist. Oh no, they go to the doctor. So oh, they go yes. to the doctor, and that's how they find out they went to. Uh, yeah, it's all very convoluted. <laughs> it yeah. is all very convoluted, but also like uh, even even okay, so. Uh, the doctor's a bit of a dick, but also, yeah, I'd be a bit of a dick to these guys too. You came in here, you were wasted. One of the guys had a concussion. None of y'all were making any sense, and I don't want to see you again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do doubt that doctor's uh, uh, decision to allow these men to leave the hospital. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like to me, if you were if you are drunk, I think, and you come in with a concussion, you're staying the night. Yeah, I think uh, hospitals are v- different in Vegas. Okay. I could be yeah, mistaken. Yeah, I could yeah, be yeah, mistaken. Yeah, but uh, the the rules might be a little looser. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, just walk <laughs> in. Con- it's like that's fine. You're good to gamble. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get out there. Spend your money, kid. <laughs> just avoid bright lights and loud noises. <laughs> <laughs> And whatever you do, don't drink. You know, yeah. all, the th- all the things, you know, that are bad for a, a concussion. So then they find out that uh, Stu gets married. Right. Has given uh, his ring to uh, Heather Graham. So now Heather Graham, I think, is pretty, I thought was pretty innocent in this. No. What's I, your. Okay. No, no. There's no way. Okay. Because like, I get it. They do paint her. Like, she's very nice. But I think the only reason why they do that is because they're like, well, she's nicer than his current girlfriend. And I'm like, well, also, like, uh, this guy's also being a super dick, okay? Like, her, uh, like he's lying to her, like, going, like bending, bending over backwards to not, like, you can't... You're talking about uh, Ed Helms, too, right? And yeah. His, like, Melissa and his, or whatever. Yeah, yeah Melissa. Yeah. Like, I understand she's a bitch, and I'm not saying she's not a bitch, because she is, okay? Yeah, she's pretty intolerable. She's, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there's no way I could handle that, okay? But you decide you're going to be with his friend and you are just constantly lying to her. Like this is probably also adding to this. Like at what point are we at? Why is she this anal? Probably cause you lied about a bunch of other shit too. Right. And also cause she cheated on you and that's how people act when they cheat on you. Right. Cause they're like, just, if this is how I act, then, then this you is must how other be. people act. Yeah. 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 yeah but yeah, it's yeah. worse you, that if you cheat on me because I'm me and cause I'm me and I'm not you. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and how that's not a thing. So I think they, they line uh, the, this character up with her and they're like, okay, well, this is the complete opposite of this woman because she's a, she's she's a stripper she's and sexy. she's fun and she's like casual and like will run schemes with the boys and what have you. But uh, you got to think about this. First of all, um, married a guy who was out of his mind. Drunk. Drunk. Okay. Absolutely. Out, there's no way, right? Pulled a, to- that pulled she a met tooth that night. out in front of her. Okay, pulled a tooth out in front of her, so stupid wasted, okay? Because everybody that they've talked to has confirmed that they were so super wasted. Um, She takes, gets this guy, marries him, and then the next day is talking about how she won't have to work anymore because he's a doctor. And not to mention, left the baby in the care of men who are... Men who she met the night before and who were passed out drunk on a hotel room floor. What made her a redeemable character... I would say is the fact that she like gave him the ring back and like, there's no issues here. Of course, this was just like a fun fun fling, whatever that made her redeemable, but I don't think she's a good or nice character to be honest with you. Okay. No, I see that. Like she took advantage of a situation. That's not right. Yeah. And also what kind of Vegas stripper marries a guy that she meets waste? You know what I mean? Like that, that seems like a situation that you would deal with a lot. Right. <laughs> like, and are you telling me I mean, me that- he is probably the first man to pull his tooth out. Uh, well, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And is Ed Helms really that charming of a guy even, you know- Oh, no, not for me. a Heather Graham over? I oh, don't think so. No, not for me. Uh, no. I go for Heather Graham every time. Yes. You give me those two people, it's Heather Graham. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Ever since uh, Spy Love Me, I've had a crush on uh, Heather Graham. Oh, ooh la la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just a thing. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, she was great in Bowfinger, too, if you haven't uh, seen that one. No. 
Bowfinger actually might be a good one for the podcast. Actually, now that I think about it, uh, mm, yeah, look yeah, out yeah. for that one. Um, but yeah, so the, so but the, oh, at the wedding chapel. So after they figured out that they got married, yes, there's the guy who's just running the chapel who seems very nice, and he's like, "Yes, you guys were very lo- wasted." And then uh, I guess Ken Jeong's uh, we later find out um, goons show mm-hmm. up and start beating the cop car with a baseball bat. Be like, "Where's where is he?" Which is fair and justified because they've kidnapped him. <laughs> yes. Unbeknownst to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they never really explain why that was their No, move. it was uh, it was because he was his lucky charm. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he's like, you're a lucky charm. And, and throw then they him in throw a him trunk. At, yeah. Which is psycho behavior. <laughs> exactly. Yes, uh, yes, yes. But then those guys shoot the very nice wedding chapel guy. Mm-hmm. And we never follow up with him. We never know that he's okay. They just flee the scene of a shooting in a stolen cop car. Yep. What? <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here and say they deserve to get tased. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, jumped ahead a little bit. No, but... no, no. But that's pretty much what... Then they get pulled over. They, they find Heather Graham and then the police arrest them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they agree to be tased in order to be let off the hook. The weird thing is, is that it's uh, when they start getting the kids to do it. I'm like, that's strange. (laughs) That's really strange. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, I hope this is never a thing. I hope this is one of these movie things that's happening right now. I'm like, uh, children should not be holding guns or tasers or, no, I think Any that's got to violate a couple of couple of department laws. rules yeah. there at the very least. Yeah, you got to assume. Although that little kid is so fu- I like that. Well, when he like the one that Galifianakis like kicks hits the, the phone, phone and yeah. then like he gets the revenge. He has a perfect I am an only child face. <laughs> he did, didn't he? <laughs> Yeah, he's he got a like bit of a yeah. spoiled face. Foy- like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what I want, want. from my parents. Yeah. He had like, yeah, like a little bit of a Eric Cartman vibe to him. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's Aaron Cartman uh, personified. Yes. Uh, I guess Eric Cartman is a person. Anyway, <laughs> uh, uncartoonified? Yeah. What do you call that? I don't know. In the flesh, I In guess. In the flesh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this kid could have, tazing, could have been cast. Tasing Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Uh, this is honestly for me though. This is like one of my favorite Zach Galifianakis characters. Even if you don't yeah. love the movie, okay. Which honestly, okay. When I first watched this movie, I was a lot younger, obviously, and uh, I I didn't mind it. I kind of liked it. I was like, oh, this was like a good fun movie. Mm-hmm. Watching it now, I was like, oh, this is terrible. I hate this. This is a terrible movie. It doesn't hold up. It does not hold up. Uh, a lot of the terms used and stuff like that was constantly pulling me out of it. I'm like. Well, this is just unnecessary, guys. Yeah. No need to drop an F-bomb. Come on. No. Come on, team. No. Let's not do and that. Not the good kind of F-bomb either. Fuck. Oh, we yeah. Fu- fuck. Oh, hey, Craig. Oh, I'm Okay, not we've to. talked about this. Okay, my mother <laughs> is very disappointed <laughs> in the amount that you're swearing on I this podcast. I am so sorry, Ms. And she's Freeze. calling me, and she is telling me that I am a bad influence <laughs> and that you are a nice young man. I mean, okay, okay fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I, mean, I swear to God, Craig, next next this, recording, I'm bringing in a swear jar. Okay, and okay. then we're, we're done. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. There we go. That's how we solve this. Um, but for me, I... I remember watching this movie because it was so hyped up as being so, so funny when it came out, Mm -hmm. right? Like that was the comedy. Nobody could believe how funny this movie was. And I saw it and I was like, eh. Yeah. Like, I I guess what I, for me, the biggest thing was like, 
yeah, you've sort of built this plot around these guys having the excuse that you do crazy shit when you're drunk. Um, well, to be fair, they've been roofied. They got roofied. Which is another thing I would like to talk about. Because I'm yeah. like, if you got roofied, I, there's no way you did any of this. <laughs> right. Because if you get roofied, it. like unless yeah. he gave them like a like something very small, I'm like, there's no way you're moving around after that. No, they're hitting the floor. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's insane. Like, they kind of use the fact that they're roofied for the reason they don't remember, which if yes. you drank enough, you wouldn't remember it either. But, like, mm-hmm. um, it's... I think the thing that takes me out of it is it's not... I can't relate to it because I've never done anything even remotely that crazy while drinking. Like, I've mentioned it before on the podcast uh. where I'm like, I'm not a destructive guy when I get drunk. I get a little talkative... You know, I slur my words a little bit, but I've never wanted to like, you know, steal, steal something or Mm. bash in a window or, you know, I don't, I don't lose control. And the people I hang out with don't lose control either. I used to a bit. I would say when I was younger, I'd like while out a little bit, but nothing, obviously nothing this crazy. And it would be stuff like I would just like, I don't know, like when I would get drunk, I would like almost like dare myself to do things. I'm like, you're not going to climb that fence between the trains. And then I would, and then I'd wake up and I'd had puncture holes in both of my hands. Uh, and I'm like, what are these from? <laughs> and then uh, I'd okay. remember me climbing yeah. over the fence you're not supposed to climb over just because it was going to cut 10 minutes off of my walk and Oof. fuck it, I'm drunk. Okay. You know what I mean? So like little things like that, not sure. necessarily destructive, but just destructive to me. <laughs> Yeah, and like I'm not saying I haven't done stupid things while I'm drunk, but like the fact that you're like these guys are like what in their f- I'm gonna say 40s is this is cast as like th- 40s I, I, I think to be because they're they're men they're supposed to be considered 35. Okay, <laughs> sure, but I don't know at 35 anyone who's going that crazy anymore. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like like where you get four guys together and they go that so destructively nuts. I'm not talking like puking in the street Mm. or like losing money at a casino, stealing a tiger. Like that was always just too far over the top for me to believe that like that was based in reality, you know? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. A lot of this, there's no way. (laughs) Yeah. And which I think is like kind of a strong thing in comedy where you you have to actually believe that, that that would happen or that that's an action that somebody would take. Well, yeah, if you're living within the world of, uh, because they set it up real world, you know what I mean? Right. Like these people aren't necessarily zany or whatever. You, these are all people that you could meet, I guess. Is One's the a thing. teacher. Yeah. Oh, can we talk about Bradley Cooper's character? Yeah, I think he's the biggest piece of he shit. He is in this the movie. biggest bag of dicks in this whole, he steals money from his students. To right go off, right off the hop. in Vegas. Yeah, right off the hop. That's what we're doing. Um, pursues every bad decision and encourages it. Yeah. Okay. Pursues it and encourages it. And then this is all supposed to be okay because we find out he has a wife and a kid at the end and you're like, Oh, this guy was just cutting loose. I'm like, no, he was like, he was like gross. <laughs> He's very gross. He's gross. He was like, Oh, look at those ladies. <laughs> like I, you've got a great rack girl in the leopard print dress, like shit like that. I'm like, this is not, I know. Yeah. And like, it, it, he's immediately not a character you like. Cause in the car on the way to Vegas, he's like, I got a wife and kid, man. Don't get married. I hate my life. And you're like, ugh. 
Like, you know, like just, just own your life. Yeah. You know? And at the end it's supposed to be like this, like, Oh, he loves the, he's been through this thing. And it's, so it's like a character arc. No, no, it's not. Cause he's shitty the whole way through. He never changes. And yeah, he's still the same person. Yeah. He's still trying to like, yeah, it's he's all of not- his friends are shitty. Um, Galifianakis is the only one you can make an argument because obviously he's like, he's his, just he's a huge weirdo. Like huge you know what weirdo, I mean? and he's got not his friend; it's his uh, fiance's or wife's brother. Yeah, like Stu. Oh, 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 oh okay. Yeah, go into Stu, it. <laughs> Stu thought it was going to be appropriate, and this is one of my biggest pet peeves of all time. He thought it was going to be appropriate to propose at his friend's wedding. Yeah, that is I got to guys that is never appropriate. You never, ever propose at somebody else's wedding. A, it's super tacky. Okay, you're stealing, you're stealing somebody's thunder. Yeah, there. it's like showing up to somebody's birthday and being like, well, I'm moving across the world tomorrow. And it's, it's like, like oh, well, now party. this is your going away party and not my birthday anymore or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, don't just upstage somebody else. Like, that's insane. I hate that so much. It's real gross. Anytime I've heard about that, it just makes my skin crawl. I'm like, there's, you can do this literally any other time. And they make the argument. They're like, well, all my friends are here and I want everybody to be a part of this moment. And it's like, well, yeah, but you have an or- this isn't your moment. You didn't organize this. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't organize set this. this up so that all your friends and family would be there for when you proposed. You piggybacked on someone else's day. Yeah. It's like, not your day. What a beautiful proposal with all the flowers. And they're like, yeah, what a beautiful wedding that they planned and paid for and invited you to as a guest. Like, fuck honestly, right off. Honestly, if somebody, if I, if I was uh, with a guy and he proposed to me at a wedding... I think I might break up with him. Wow. Like, I just think I might go the whole other way. There's no, that's so, I can't like you as a person. It's like somebody that listens to uh, music without headphones on the subway. I'm like, (laughs) you have no self-awareness and I cannot handle this. Yeah, just think of other people for a minute. For a second. (laughs) Well, I think that's probably the theme of this entire movie is like, just think of other people for a second. Yeah, he's going to propose to his girlfriend. He also lied. Like, I understand that she's shitty, okay? And I'm not going to argue for her because she is shitty, okay? She cheats on him. He should have left her for sure. She's super controlling. Mega bitch. Got it. Um, don't continue to lie. That's that's not the right answer. To orchestrate lies and be like, well, okay, right, guys, I yeah. can't have my credit card and like this and that and whatever. Like tell the truth and just deal with the consequences of it, which would probably be you breaking up. And uh, lastly, why I hate, I, he's just a shitty, shitty person. He thought it was okay to make a scene and break up with his girlfriend at this wedding. Yeah, that occurs. I mean, it, it's quick, but it is disruptive. And there's another room for that. You know yeah, what I mean? You go, go. We, we need to chat. Let's leave the room. But instead, we're going to do this right here, right now. Also, she's like, have you been avoiding me? Which is also gross. I mean, we're already to be fair, he has been. <laughs> but yeah, but like... Because they showed up at the wedding, like, l- at the last minute. So, yeah, like, yeah, but presumably, we've already, they would have come together. Yeah, I'm assuming we're watching this wedding at, like... Because you know what I mean? Like, they're starting to serve food now, stuff like that, like... The my move is as soon as the as soon as this ceremony's done, I'm oh, beelining it to you. I see what you're saying. There's some time between the ceremony. And yeah, that like there was. Like, a, he is avoiding her, and that's gross. Sure, yep. Okay, deal with your situation. You know you're gonna break up with her. Just go do it. 
Yeah, he's a bit of a coward. This isn't sure. this isn't her friend's wedding. Yeah, this is your friend's wedding that she, she still showed up to, even though you haven't called. She thinks you might be dead. What the fuck's going on? Honestly, every question she asks him in that moment, I'm like, these are all valid. Oh well, yeah. So what does she ask him? Like, where have you been? Yeah. Like, like, where have you been? I thought you were fucking dead. Like, I, you haven't called me. You like, weren't where you said you were you, going to yeah, be. Yeah. I called the, because you hadn't contacted me. I called where you said you were going to be at this winery and they don't have any reservation of you like checking in or anything. What the fuck is going on? Um, in that moment, she's a hundred percent right to ask all those questions. Yes. Yeah, where have you been? She has every right to be furious. This isn't my friend's wedding. I've still shown up to see if you're alive. Yeah. What the fuck? And now, and you're avoiding me. You're not even coming to come see me. I have to come to you? Oh, hells no. Yeah. I'm not saying she's not a bitch. She's absolutely a bitch. Yeah, they do not belong together. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, all of these guys have done the worst thing. They're all trash bags. They're all trash 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 bag people. Which, which also begs the question, who the fuck has their bachelor party two days before the wedding? Oh, dude. Yeah, I got to know What a terrible plan. It's a terrible plan, terrible idea, terrible execution. <laughs> yes. Also, I, I need more time. Uh, oh, God. Oh, I, was, I, was, I need more time for this hangover. Oh, it's the title of the movie. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, God. I, well, gro- I gross like, myself out sometimes. There's, um, <laughs> there's times where you're like, uh, I got to get suits. I got to, you know, check on the floor. Like, like two days before your wedding is going to be a very busy time. Also, can we talk about how chill this bride is? Uh, un- unrealistically chill. She is. She is a sweet angel, and I don't. I unreal. Yeah, again, unrealistic. This woman is under wedding pressure. She there. There's a scene where they're waiting for them to show up, and they they don't think they're going to. She and she's sitting there calmly, looking a little sad. That woman would be crying. She would be weeping. You kidding me? The man you're gonna marry, and she's just like patiently waiting when he hasn't shown up from a Vegas trip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're getting weird phone calls like from her, his friends. And that's your wedding like, day. That's supposed to be like super enjoyable. Day. You're supposed to have a little champagne when you're getting your makeup done. Relax, relax, relax. Pamper, pamper, pamper. And also, they're already under tons of stress. Every every bride I've ever met, I'm like, you are stressed out right now. None of this seems fun. <laughs> no. And and to add on top of that, that your groom hasn't shown up yet. Yeah. Is, is like, I'm sorry, but that's ruined her day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care that he made it there in time. Like, that that wedding is ruined. <laughs> Especially with Wait. the singer they both. Yeah. Uh... But can you imagine having a good day after you're like, this is this is a day where I'm going to commit myself to spend mm-hmm. the rest of my life. We spent months planning it, all the rest. And then he just shows up last minute, sunburnt to shit, and is like, it's fine to worry about it. I made it on time. You'd, like, she's not going to be like, yeah, okay. Oh, it's all worked out. You be, that's like the, what the fuck did you just put me through? Yeah. Well, like, how dare you show up at the last minute, like, to our wedding? I know, but I think at a moment you just kind of got to sink into it. You know what I mean? This is the reality we're in. There's a ton of people here. We're not going to have a fight in front of everybody. No, I don't think she's having a fight in front of anybody. But I don't think she's having a good rest of the day. That's poisoning the rest of the day Oh, no, I think I could recover from that. You think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I could recover from that. Oh, you're a better person than me. Yeah, like I I just think we need need a team meeting (laughs) for about a half hour. 
where you tell me what the hell has happened here. This better all check out. Yeah. And then after that, if, uh, but you better be on the up and up like you, Oh, Oh, oh pristine behavior. Okay. Perfect. Perfect behavior. And to be fair, he himself did some crazy stuff, but the fact that he didn't show up wasn't necessarily his fault. Yes. To which I would say that wife is perfectly justified in being like, fine, but you're never hanging out with these guys again. Oh, yeah. I Like, like I'm not one for like, I don't want you hanging out with your friends. They're bad influences on you. Like, I think that's a little controlling mm-hmm. and bad, but you're like, they are absolutely a terrible influence on you. Oh yeah. But I always worry about that. Cause anytime, and I think this is something that's absolutely true. If you don't like any of their friends, you don't like them. Mm. That is honestly, that is the biggest dating truth I've ever experienced. I've experienced it again and again and again. Anybody that I've ever dated where I was like, I don't like any of this guy's friends. We end up breaking up in a big way. And I end up realizing later, I'm like, Oh, I didn't like that person. Right. Because the kind of person that's compatible with the people that you don't exactly. like, you're not compatible with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody gets one or two. You know what I mean? Yeah, everyone has a weird. We're, yeah, everybody's got that friend that you're just like, oh, well, we we tolerate him because he he saved uh, you know Bill from a well when we right. were all 13, and now we just look the other way. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we just accept it because we have to. You know what I mean? Too like, much history there. Yeah, yeah, you all have that friend where it's just like you can't explain exactly why you're still hanging out with them, but you're like, ah, they've just been around forever. I can't. What am I going to do? But other than those two exceptions, yeah, if you hate all of their friends, you fucking hate that person. And I guess... And all of his friends are shitty, so I'm willing to guess he's shitty, too. I'm (laughs) going to call that, and I think maybe that's why I don't buy that she'd be so cool with it, because it's like, at no point have I been convinced that he's a good guy who deserves her? Oh, no, there's no way he deserves her. Yeah. No, no planet. She's no. hot. She's definitely rich. Yes. She is. Yeah, definitely, definitely rich. Her dad is chill. Where yep. do you find a chill dad? You don't. You lock into that family. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. You lock yeah. right in. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, brother's a little weird, but other than that. Oh, yeah. That scene of him coming down in the escalator where he's done his hair, it makes me laugh every time when they're about to do, uh, when he's about to count cards. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, God. Just him. What I like about his care is just like anytime he wasn't speaking, he was hilarious. Like his little yeah. hair flicks and just like the way he was doing the, the walk, the whole thing. I was like, this is a character. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of I, I think this was the thing where everyone was like, Zach Galifianakis is going to be the next big comedy star. And I don't think that really happened for him. No, but I don't think he's I think he's doing fine. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, yeah. But he's he hasn't reached like Will Ferrell level of success or anything like that. No. Like there's a I haven't f- watched his uh, new movie yet, so I don't know. Oh, the uh, Between Two Ferns mm-hmm. movie. It's all right. It's all right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there yeah you can throw it on Netflix. It's fine. Um, yeah. And oh, speaking of, so there's somehow. So now we figure out that they're also eighty thousand dollars in debt to Ken Jeong. Yes. Uh, who? Who's a man that's been kidnapped naked? Yeah. Thrown in a trunk of a car, left in Las Vegas heat, sitting in the back of a car for almost a day. Less $80,000. Yeah, and they stole $80,000 from him, which isn't even I'd be pretty pissed, too. Yes. I'd be pretty, pretty pissed. I think, uh, yeah, I think pretty... He seriously, he injures some people. Mm -hmm. He doesn't kill anybody. Except for maybe his goons maybe killed that guy at the wedding chapel. 
Oh no, he got he got clipped. I think he was oh, okay. okay. All right, I think, all I, right. I think he was okay. He survived. I think someone needed to say that. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. No, I think I can't. I I, I can't confirm this one hundred percent, but I'm almost positive when I saw. I was like, I don't think that's like a. I didn't look at it like he's dying. Like sure, I think he got like, like shoulder shot or in something. In any like case, that. they ran away from that. Yes, certainly. Uh, um, but I don't blame Ken Jeong for like attacking them, jumping out of the trunk. Like you know what I mean? Like he yeah. swings at them with like a tire iron. Oh and, no, like, that's runs away. Yes, yes, that's a hundred percent. That's my move. Yes. Yep. And no, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, you kidnapped me last night. There's no time for sorry today. There's no misunderstanding. I was, I was kidnapped. Yes, I was naked. in the trunk of a car, naked, in a car impound lot. Also, fuck the cops who didn't realize that there was a, uh, a person, in a there. person in the trunk. I mean, maybe you don't check. I don't know, but well, no, I don't think you check because uh, you just get a tow truck to take it. Yeah, but wouldn't somebody be pound? Like, wouldn't he be pounding? Did they knock him out? Like, what was the yeah, they might have knocked him out. Oh, okay. At some point, you got to sleep. <laughs> I guess so. I'd probably catch a nap. <laughs> I mean, I guess you've got to in the, in the trunk mm-hmm, of a car. Mm-hmm. It's all warm. How could you not sleep? <laughs> I guess. I mean, at that point, I think that's passing out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I guess that's a good point. <laughs> it's the only way I sleep. Correct? Las Vegas heat, trunk of a car. I cannot believe that. That's another thing is uh, Doug, the groom or whatever, he's on, because they stay an extra day. So it's yep. that night. Then it's the whole day, and then they do another night, and it's the morning of the second day that they find him on the roof. Mm-hmm. He has no water. He has barely any shade. That guy could have died. Yes, he, he would have died up there. Can we talk about how bad the burnt job they did on him? There are yeah. certain scenes of that movie where I was like, that doesn't look real at all. That man looks orange. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just my TV, but there were moments of it where I was like, they did not do a it good didn't job. Look good, yeah. As a woman who is a seasoned sunburn professional, <laughs> <laughs> I did not sign off on any of that. Yeah, he needed to be grosser too. Like his lips needed to be chapped, mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm, his, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. But the, he needs to be pretty. God. Oh God. He's Kendall. He's Kendall. He's sunburned Kendall. You put him in hot water, and his. Skin. I can't even. I was watching that though, thinking if I was stuck up there, I would be dead. One hundred percent. There's no way. I don't tan. Okay. No, I, I would. Yeah, you. And I drink probably three liters of water a day. Yeah. Like there's no way I would die. And how are you not like just going to the side of the roof and yelling at people? Well, I think he probably tried. Yeah. He also threw the mattress off the roof. He did throw the mattress off the roof, which I think is a smart move. Yeah, that's a that's a, a quick uh, that's a way to get attention. Because but the, then, like, he's right. The windows don't up, open. You're waving, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like help me. Yeah. Um, well, let's not blame the victim here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Except that he is uh, complicit in a lot of uh, very bad shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's in this movie. Uh, and well justified for hitting Zach Galifianakis in the face, I think. Yeah. <laughs> except that I would say if Mike Tyson actually punched Zach Galifianakis in the face, he would kill him. Well, yeah, I think he was giving him controlled quarter speed. Oh, you think he, he pulled <laughs> oh, the punch? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I don't okay. think he was trying to kill anybody. Mike Tyson's trying to kill you with his fist. He's going to kill He's you. He's going to kill you. That's going to be fist. a successful thing, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Plus, I love uh, that he loves Phil Collins. That's, That's a pretty wonderful. funny moment. Yeah. This is my favorite part. Yeah. That's good. I love how they had, like, his assistant there to pick up the acting slack. 
<laughs> yeah, because Mike like, Tyson is not an actor. Not an actor. I don't think he can deliver some of these jokes. You got to have another guy there who can really actually get the exposition down that you need. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. He's got a. He's got a real. He's got a way of talking that says, "I've been hit in the head a lot." Yes, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he's done some terrible things. Uh, I mm-hmm. think he was exploited by a lot of people. Um, yeah. yeah, that's Mike Tyson. Yeah, <laughs> he's living fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, he. Uh, yeah, yeah, but like, I love that. Like, they're just there, and they're like, I don't know, find a way to get the tiger back. You took him. Like that what? would one hundred percent be my answer, though. You think so? Yes. Okay. If that's my tiger, first of all, I don't think anybody's supposed to have tigers. I don't right? think so either. I mean, Las Vegas is probably it's yeah, kind but of a I'm no not. Land. I don't think it's on me to transfer this cat. It's not on me. You brought him here. Okay. You obviously had a way to bring him here. I didn't transport him. I'm not calling somebody on my fucking dime to bring this cat back. I mean, you but that cat's got to be worth a pretty penny, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, certainly. But like, you bring him back. You don't think so? I don't know. I'm. A, I. I agree with you. Where you're like, okay, if you stole like something really heavy from me, I'd be like, yeah, and you're bringing it back to my house because you've got mm-hmm. to do the hard work that's gonna to to bring that back. Yeah, right, I totally get that. It's like if it's big and it's valuable. Yeah, you bring it back. You were the one who wronged me. But this is a live cat that could kill you, and it's like these are idiots. These are idiots who were drunk and whatever. So it's like, what's likely going to happen, which is exactly what does happen. The tiger wakes up, starts attacking them and murdering them. And then there's all these questions about where that tiger came from. And you don't get your tiger back or the tiger gets loose and kills other people. You know what I mean? I'd be like, you fuckers. uh," Like in my mind, that's kind of like you stole a bazooka from me. Mm. And now you need to bring the bazooka back. And by the way, it can go off at any minute. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, no, I know how to carry this. I know how to. Yeah, but I think it's like punishment uh, crime situation. Me, I'm all for creative punishment. Yeah, okay. okay. All right, I'm all enough. for it. Okay, that's exactly what I honestly, in my mind, I'm like, that's exactly how that should have gone down. You brought him here. I don't know how you brought him here. Okay, because he so doesn't figure out because he doesn't leave right. my property. So right. y'all can figure it out from here. Absolutely. I guess the other thing that bothers me about that is I don't believe for a second that you could move a tiger oh, no. without it mauling everybody to death. Yeah, like when they're humping it, I'm like, yeah, that's not. No, that tiger is going to kill you, man. Yeah, like the that, second you go in its cage, a tiger is going to kill you. That tiger had a personality character switch halfway through this movie. Yes. <laughs> it was a tame, fine tiger that you could kidnap, and then all of a sudden it was a killing machine out of nowhere for no reason, apparently. Because it woke up in a car after being roofied. Yeah, there's no way that's a plot hole at all. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I I really expect the tiger to rip them to pieces uh, in the first place. Like in in an alternate reality, in a more realistic telling of the Hangover, mm-hmm. uh, they go to Mike Tyson's place to steal a tiger, and they all get mauled to death. And that bride is sitting there weeping in her wedding dress because her husband went to Las Vegas and got eaten by a tiger. Yeah. Not not exactly the the funny version of that movie but yeah yeah plus i was just saying i'm like you can't even make an argument for galifianakis his character because he drugs everybody yeah regardless is, of what drug it oh was. yeah that's not chill that is no. not chill you never drug somebody like like it's funny it, sometimes i have people tell me stories like that too like other comics that are more like oh well you know they normally do these drugs so it's fine i'm like no that's never 
That's not okay. Like you can't. What if you had a job interview? What like if you I, had to like show up? Yeah, because some people are like, oh yeah, I just gave this guy an edible and I didn't tell him how much was in it. He's going to get destroyed. And I was like, that's not fun though. <laughs> yeah. Don't just tell them what it is. I'll pr they'll probably say yes anyway. And they'll probably make that mistake, but let them make let that mistake. Let them make their own mistakes. Absolutely. There has to be consent for whatever goes in somebody's body. A hundred percent, yes. Whether it's dicks or pills. <laughs> or booze or food or whatever it is. It's all yeah. about consent, team. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have to be aware. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, in no circumstances is that like, I slipped ecstasy into our Jaeger and that's going to make it a great night. No. That would make me have such a bad trip. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd if be I like, was coming what? up and I'd be like, oh, I'm feeling really good. And somebody all of a sudden like, was like, oh, yeah, I, I uh, spiked your drink with ecstasy. I wouldn't be like, oh, cheers, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, I wouldn't be like, also, oh, man, this booze is hitting me more like drinking and ecstasy like that's bad news you know what i mean like you're just the booze would have done it they were drinking enough that yeah that do you see done the it. pile of uh beer bottles they had yeah i was like that's unrealistic yeah <laughs> one was, night four guys four uh, yeah no way dude no way although uh, you can make the argument that they had a bunch of strippers and other people because through, i think that through that the photos implied, yeah yeah you just keep going on although i do think this movie is unrealistic for the timeline of one night they did a, they did yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of activities there's, yeah there's no way you did all of that yeah well we were i was talking to cat the other night and we were like at a bar and she's like ah i can't like pub crawls i'm done with those like, oh, why yeah. are we like, why do we go to a second location when we're out partying? And that would be me. Like, I guess mm -hmm. Vegas is a little different. Like, you know, you're moving around. But I'd be like, we don't need to hit all of it up. Like, that's exhausting. Let's just have a good time where we're at, you know? Oh, yeah, dude, for sure. Vegas, you can just plop yourself down and people will bring you drinks. Yeah, that's Sit how I would do it. Sit on a penny machine or something. Just get some, just get some alcohol flowing. Yeah, you, you'd have a great night. Yeah, I hate it. I also hate the idea that people are like, we need to take this party to the next level. Yeah. Like we need to make it so epic so we'll never forget it. We get totally, it's just, just let people have fun. You know what I mean? Like everyone's going to have fun to the extent mm -hmm. that they want to have fun. And if it turns into that night, so be it. But don't force it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't be like, tonight we're, it's going to be epic. We're gonna get... It's like, yeah, maybe we just wanted a nice little house party. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Yeah. Well, I, remind, I, I went to Vegas one time. I had a... I've never been. I, I had a ball in time. I had such a good time. I was like, I don't know if I can go back because I know there's no way I'm going to have as good of a time. The second time I go, there's no way you're chasing the dragon. I had VIP tickets to everything. Okay. I went down with a crew of women. Great. We went down. I met, uh, Busta Rhymes. He is the largest man I've ever seen in my entire life. His hand was the size of my face. Okay. Like, wow. He is a gigant. He could palm. I a never really thought that about him. But. Busta Rhymes is huge. He's a gigantic man. And uh, Two Chains did not like me. He did not want to speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he, he did not care for my antics. That's um, fair. That's his, fair. His friends enjoyed me. He did not care for me, nor uh, acknowledged me as a human being. Yeah. Which honestly, I was quite drunk, and I woke up and I was like, you know what? That was uh, fair. Fair. That fair. was pretty fair. Honestly. Fair. 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 Yeah. <laughs> but Busta was cool. Busta was super. That's cool. good. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you can't top that. Why would you? Yeah. I don't want to go back. I was yeah. partying with Kevin Hart all weekend. I was Holy like, shit. yeah, we're wow. This is a, this is a star studded story you got here. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really weird. It wasn't like we were like, but we were always in the next booth to him because we were like okay. the whatever. So like there was tons of, there was like Hannibal Burris there. I got to meet Hannibal Burris. Jeez. Uh, we went to see their comedy show. It was like, it was great. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> awesome. Wow. That's, uh, that's amazing. That's fantastic. Uh, it was a really, really fun time. Although I think that's the most hungover I've ever been in my life. I was so hungover after one night. Uh, I They all went down to the pool and I laid in the tub and just let the water run over me. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> like, that's how hungover over. I was. That's very bad. I just laid there and let the water wash over me. And I think I had my swimsuit on. Like I didn't even, like, just. I wasn't even naked because I was just like, it, there was like, five of us sharing this one room. And I was like, was like I, I don't know if anybody's going to come back, but I literally cannot move. <laughs> I've never so been so hungover in my life. You've hung over. You've been hung over in Vegas. Oh yeah. And he didn't leave anyone behind. That's no, the, no, that's no, no. We part. did it. We somehow managed to have wonderful evenings every night mm-hmm. and didn't lose anybody and nobody got hurt. There you go. <laughs> uh, I forget who it is. Uh, someone's got a great joke about how there would never be, um, there should never be an all woman remake of the hangover. Cause that's yeah. a very different. It's a very, very different movie. Alexa Graham. It's maybe joke. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it's not ours anyway, so I shouldn't repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, any uh, anything else you wanted to share about? No, I just think, who do you think the main villain in this is? I think if you could paint anybody, it'd probably be Ken Jong. Yeah. Uh, just because he's kind of the most consistent through it. Like his goons show up at the beginning. Uh, do you he's think you could in the make... trunk. They have to change. They have to switch out um, uh, the drug dealer, Doug, the wrong Doug. Uh, for that $80,000, which, by the way, Zach Galifianakis can just make $80,000 counting cards. Yeah. That's kind of funny. <laughs> um, I, didn't mind. I didn't think that was the biggest hole in that. No, it wasn't. But. I, I Do you think you could make the argument that the villain of this movie was um, uh, their drunk selves? Like their, oh. their alternate personalities? Um. Uh, yeah. Like their drunk personalities, or their. I think that's the a very. Str- I think of- you can make a very strong argument. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think they're right. Oh no no no! That team of people is not right. No. But anybody that wrongs them was probably right. <laughs> that's my. That's my point. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, uh, you know, I, I think we've talked about this before. It's like when you're drunk, it's like that's who you actually are. That's just you with inhibitions gone. You know I what I mean? See. Yeah. Well, I mean, to a certain degree. I think. It's like a heightened version because of yourself. Because I do believe that there's a level where that tips over and it's whenever you black out, that's oh, always okay. the shit where it's like, I would never do that. You know what I mean? Like there's almost a big personality switch because there's a different, because when you're drunk, when you've had like, you know, three or four drinks and you're pretty loose, you're like, yeah, I would agree that that is you heightened. That is you without a filter. But the, I do think that there is a tipping point where where you start it's, doing things. Yeah, it's no longer really you. It's just hedonism. It's just Yeah, like it's like it's it's almost like you you've gone back to just being an animal. Right. Okay. All right. I think there's a level. I think okay, there's levels. No, I enough, think there's layers. Enough, fair enough. Yeah, but I think at the point at which you're pulling the shit they're pulling, like that's gotta be su- that's gotta that's be malicious. It's yeah. gotta be in you a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. my I don't point. think I'd be pulling any of that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Anything else you no, want to add? No, I think that's, yeah, it that's it for that's good. me. Uh, so time for our definitive rankings of how good the villain was in this. Okay, so for mine, I uh, I am doing uh, pretty much everybody they wronged throughout the night. Oh, yeah. Okay, so like as a collective group. Uh, and I'm going to give them the hangover cure scale. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so on the scale from a glass of water before bed, classic, okay. got to do it, uh, to that intravenous vitamin B. I don't know if you saw that where <laughs> like people have IV bags. And, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like super fucking high tech. I'm going to give uh, them all a uh, hair of the dog that bit you. Okay. Uh, otherwise known as, you know, a Caesar or something in the mm-hmm. morning, you know, a little extra alcohol. Caesar uh, or a Bloody Mary for the Americans? Yeah, so uh, because I don't think it's actually making things any better. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't really fault the person uh, for wanting to do it. So there you go. That's, yeah. that's how I'm ranking all of the villains from The Hangover. Okay. I don't even know who I'm right. I'm just, uh, I've got a, I've got a, the sunburn scale. Right? Ah! So from a uh, sun kiss to uh, a uh, body bleed, which has happened to me before, <laughs> where you get a sunburn so bad it cracks and bleeds. Oh, that's like, oh. I'm going to give this uh, a full back peel. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, no, this is making me so uncomfortable. Full back peel. You can still sleep on one side, uh, but it's very satisfying to peel off. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Uh, yeah, so before we get to our hero and villain of the week, uh, just a couple ways you guys can help the podcast. Uh, please follow us at uh, VWR Podcast on Twitter. Also visit our Facebook page, The Villain Was Right. Uh, you can email us suggestions, ideas, whatever you want. Just say, hey, hey, I like you guys, or hey, fuck you, uh, whatever you want. We also love hearing your opinions on things. We get great yeah. opinions from different people, perspectives. Keep sending them to us because they're better than what we do most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. And that's at uh, villainwasright at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, and also we have uh, a Patreon guy. So if you want to help uh, maybe financially with the podcast a little bit, if you got a couple bucks to throw our way, it'd be so greatly appreciated. We have different uh, tiers, different uh, sponsorship levels with different rewards, uh, ranging from $1 all the way up to 7 We've got uh, two bonus episodes uh, that come out every month. This month, it's uh, Pinky in the Brain and uh, Hocus Pocus. Uh, so if that strikes your fanny, head on over to... Head your fancy, your fanny. I said fanny. God, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash the villain was right. Uh, check out which uh, level is right for you. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for that. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, you're the best. Yeah. And, and now it's time for our hero villain, hero and villain, hero and villain. I am. Um, uh, I just, honestly, this is going to be so weird. And I know this is such a weird opinion, but I've, I've a villain of course, cause I love to complain. Uh, sweet toothpaste. Should not exist. <laughs> it should not exist. I do not know why it exists, and it is an abomination. Okay, why would I brush my teeth with the thing that tastes like the thing that I need to brush off my teeth? You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense to me at all. I honestly, I want, I buy baking soda toothpaste. <laughs> I want it to taste like dirt and dirt and baking soda mixed together because right. that's going to clean my teeth. You know what I mean? I just think it's such a weird concept to have like bubble gum. Like it has to taste good. 
Like, I, I just think it's weird that you would have the, like mint. I can get on board for mint has a clean flavor to it. Okay. I agree. I get that. Okay. When you start getting into like, Oh, this is bubble gum toothpaste. It's like, well, this cannot be dentist recommended. I have to assume it's a weird feeling to me. It doesn't make my mouth feel clean. It's very strange. It's kind of like if you had like dick flavored gonorrhea pills, <laughs> I'm like just, <laughs> I don't understand this. Okay. It makes me upset. <laughs> Fair. No, I'm, I'm with you. The, the one that always got me was like, there was a cinnamon one that went around whoa and i'm like i don't, I don't think sure i that, care for that i don't because like there's kind of the hotness of the mint like i'm sort mm-hmm. of thinking like um like those sweethearts like yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and i'd be like that would be okay but i'm not sure i want spicy no i don't Just want mint. things that taste like candy i know to be cleaning my mouth yeah you know madness you don't want to like brush your teeth and be like mm, now a fr- the fresh fresh taste of chocolate cake in my mouth yeah yeah yeah, dude like i'm not cleaning my house with like a manure smelling fucking pommel or whatever you know what right. i mean like i'm it's supposed to smell or feel like the thing yeah I don't it's like it's got to be altered it to what it is yeah yes it, like yeah it doesn't make any sense to me as a concept and it really bugs me <laughs> well i got news for you rebecca you can still use the old toothpaste that's true. That's what I do. But yeah. I, I just, I don't think the other one should even exist. It's, uh, it wears me out. It's an abomination. <laughs> it's an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so I've got a, it kind of in the um, the hangover uh, uh, idea, right? Like partying and stuff like that. I got a bit of a party story. But I am for certain the villain here, and I'm not at all proud about how I acted in this situation. Uh, which was, I wasn't part of the party. Uh, but uh, way back in my uh, Humber uh, School of Comedy days, I was out in the uh, uh, west end of the city, and I lived in one of the shittiest houses that like I've ever lived in. I was in the basement, mm-hmm. uh, and there was three of us in the basement, and this place was was so fucking crappy. Like there was carpet in the basement, but I was like, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Uh, and, but my room was right across from the laundry room. Yeah. And like, like once, like every couple weeks, like the guys up who lived upstairs from us, who were all like music students, mm. would like somehow they'd leave like a sock over the edge of the laundry tub. And the washing machine emptied into the laundry tub. And what would happen is the sock would fall down and it would clog the the plug and the laundry tub would fill up, spill over, and seep under the walls into the carpet. And this is where I lived for two years. This was a shit, shit, shit apartment. And like, I'm sure black mold everywhere. I'm sure my life is shorter for this. <laughs> so at one point, this is like nearing the end of this two years. I've yeah. lived below these guys forever. I maybe have exchanged like five words with them like the whole time but it's a night time it's a night before the exam my girlfriend at the time is sleeping over and they decide to throw a rager of a party just fucking ridiculous and like they didn't tell us it was happening Mm -hmm. i thought like my girlfriend's sleeping over we've both got exams the next day yeah this is insane and it is like probably without exaggeration a hundred music students with oh. perfect rhythm jumping up and down. Rebecca, I do not exaggerate at all. I am right below their living room. The The middle of my ceiling was deflecting a full inch. 
it was bowing down like this a full inch. Oh, that actually just makes me nervous. That, it I'm was like, terrifying. Like, like, like dust. Because I don't think they should do that. Like drywall dust. Yeah. Like falling out because it's like everyone in complete rhythm jumping and dancing to this music. And I was like, this is terrifying. And I'm like, this is before I really start meditating or knowing how to do this. Mm-hmm. I was just like bubbling up. So, but also same time, super passive aggressive. I'm not going to talk to these people. Oh, okay. So what I do is I'm just like, I go into the laundry room and the circuit breaker's in there and I just flip off the circuit (sighs) breaker for upstairs and I'm like, maybe that'll teach them a fucking lesson. I go back to bed and they come down and they're like, oh, what the hell? Like, oh, oh, the circuit broke and they turn it back on and they go up the stairs. Mm -hmm. A few minutes later, same sort of thing. Boom, 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 boom. boom, boom. And I'm like, fuck this. And like, I went inside the laundry room and I switched off the circuit breaker again and turned off the lights in the laundry room and sat up on top of the dryer. And when they came in and <gasps> turned on the light, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like lost it. They jumped like 10 <laughs> feet in the air. <laughs> and, uh, Dude, there's nothing scarier than somebody sitting oh, in the dark. Are you kidding uh, me? Yeah, yeah. That is and a like, big dick move. Oh, That's big but, dick moves. But like at, in my head... I just wanted to be like in the room and be like, guys, come on. (laughs) And then as soon as I saw them, I was like, well, this is going from zero to a (laughs) hundred in a second. And they were like, oh, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Of course, we'll like tell everyone to go. Yeah. And like my girlfriend at the time was not impressed. She's like, that's a real ugly move. And I was like, fair enough. Uh, But the party stopped. What do you mean? She was mad at you? Yeah, because she was like, you lost your temper there, and that's not a good look at you and stuff like that. Because uh-huh. I, 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 <laughs> I yelled like you have, and nobody listening has ever heard me yell. Like oh. it was, it was, uh, you know. You were using language. No, I think it was just noises at that point. It was like, <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was beyond uh, angry. Like okay. it was, it was not nice. Um I didn't hurt anybody. It's all yeah. fun. And then, uh, yeah, so that was that. The party got shut down, but I was just like, even after that, I was like, I'm not happy with how that went, but I'm happy with the results. So are they the villain or are you the villain in this story? Uh, <laughs> I think I'm the villain for the way that I handled it because I think a real hero would have been like, hey, guys, it's kind of like, can we wrap this up? You didn't tell us there's going to be a party. Like, you know. Yeah. So that's how I would handle that now. But I learned. So, uh but also, you know, I'll throw in two villains there. I'm going to say music students with perfect rhythm <laughs> who live above you uh, and don't tell you they're having parties are also villains. So villains all around. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, uh, well, that's it for us. Uh, where can people find you, Craig? Yeah, you can find me at uh, Craig Faye Comedy on Twitter, Craig Faye Comedy, Facebook, CraigFay.com for show dates. And uh, you can also catch me if you're in the Ottawa area. Uh, October 31st to November 3rd, I will be at Absolute Comedy. Uh, check out absolutecomedy.ca uh, for tickets there or check out uh, CraigFay.com for showtimes. Yeah, you can just check me out at Rebecca Reads at anything of your choosing. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about... Uh, that'll be Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice! Oh, my God. Uh, you guys, you're going to love Beetlejuice. I love Beetlejuice. You should just go and watch that movie right now anyway. Get caught up for the podcast because it's a great movie and you're going to love it. It's an hour and a half. It's a fun time. It moves. Yeah, it moves, baby. Uh, but until then, this was uh, The Villain Was Right reminding you to never buy your drugs from a liquor store. <laughs> 
The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>